Assalamu alaikum brothers and sisters, welcome to another episode of the Arc of Thoughts podcast. In today's episode, Kasim will be talking about traveling. Um, we want to talk about like some of the benefits of traveling, um, as well as some of like our own personal experiences as well. Because at the end of the day, I don't want this channel to be like teach and preach and you know, we're just saying do this or do that or don't do this and don't do that. Um, at the end of the day, we are here to share like our experiences, our limited experiences. Um, but what is like our worldview? What is our opinions and things like that as well? Worldview? Yeah, our worldview. <laughs> our perspective of the world, shall we say. Um, and this is like an interesting episode, I think, because traveling is something which opens a person's mind, Captain. Um, I know that you know that. I know that we both on the same page on this. Um, and it's, it's fantastic, man. <laughs> it's also cliche, isn't it? Just like, Traveling, yeah, fantastic. Um, some people don't like traveling. Some people, honestly, some people don't like traveling. Okay. Um, keep guys away from me. <laughs> See, the thing is, there are challenges. They, we don't want to make out like traveling this is like great and glorious thing uh, without its own challenges. No, traveling has its challenge. We're not talking like backpacking as well, although backpacking is part of it as well. Um, but like just traveling to see different parts of the world, different cultures, different societies, different groups of people. Um, just basically going away from the bubble and the environment that you yourself are in where you live. And there's nothing wrong with the bubble and environment that you live in, per se. The problem is, <laughs> the problem is when you're not experiencing something new, uh, when you aren't seeing what else is out there. Because the thing is, there's also like, what's known as social learning theory, I believe, which is where you see something which you don't like or something that you don't agree with and you take that on board and you decide that's not for me. That's also a part of learning. That's also a part of growth. Um, but yeah, I mean, like traveling has its issues as well, which we'll get into. Um, but yeah, this episode is basically some benefits, maybe some negatives as well. And then like our own personal experiences as well. So before we actually get started into this episode, Kasim, uh, as always, please do hit the like button, the little thumbs up button that's below. Hit the little subscribe button as well. Um, apparently, according to our statistics, over 50% of people that are watching are not subscribed. So please do hit the subscribe button. Um, leave any comments below. I'd love to hear about your own traveling experiences. What countries have you visited? What places have you been to? What were your experiences? Um, and yeah, you know, tell us all about it after you've heard about our experiences as well. So let's get started, inshallah. Let's start off with like the benefits. Um, Kasim, like, what have you noticed personally yourself and what do you think are, like, the main benefits of, of travelling? In terms of travelling, uh, of going to a different land, going to a different place, like you said, for sure it opens your mind. That's one thing I can guarantee you. It allows a person to broaden his horizons. Mm-hmm. It allows a person to understand things in context. When you go to a country... Sometimes maybe you see people are very rich, or sometimes you see people in dire poverty. Mm-hmm. It makes you understand of what the hell's going on in the world. Then it makes you realize as well that one second, uh, the world is a very complicated, a very complex place, and every single place is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, traveling it's amazing. It's I I think like you said, it's one of the best ways of learning anything in life. I personally think on my personal journey of traveling to different countries, I learned more. My time traveling, uh, right anywhere else, 
in school, sitting with people, most of the things I learned that benefited me that changed my life were through travel. Yeah, I think there's there are things that a person can learn by books, and there are things that a person can learn um, with people as well. But the thing is, we're talking about personal growth, um, learning about yourself, and also like even even like learning about um, the environment, um, society itself, how everything works, how everything pieces together, uh, what are the harms, what are the benefits. Um, but I find personal growth about like knowing what your own limits are. Um, both like physically, mentally, what, what your limits as a as an individual, um, all of these things you you start to learn more about yourself and have more of an awareness and self awareness of yourself. Um, I think there are very few things in life which provide that perspective. Yeah. Where a person can you know obviously a person can sit down by themselves and you know maybe spend some time at night, a few minutes, five ten ten minutes, um, having self awareness sessions where you just sat thinking about who you are as an individual. But traveling enhances that. Um, it's sort of like opening your eyes, uh, gives you more like of a laser focus into yourself, um, which is what I found at least anyway. There's like a famous quote, uh, what does it say? Adversity introduces a man to himself. And when you do, go, when you do travel, you do face different, different challenges and difficulties and adversity. Then you understand like who you really are, what you're made of. Mm-hmm. And the limits of your actual body and mind and what you're what you made of. Sometimes you can grow, or sometimes you realize that once I this is my limit, I can't go any, I can't go any further. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other thing is is like we're talking about personal. At the same time, between the group of people that you decide to go with, you also learn a lot about yourselves as well, like your relationship with X, Y, and Z person, um, or your. Or that person as an individual as well. Like I've had some really deep conversations in a hotel room with one of my mates uh, late at night on a trip on holiday, which we would have never had if we were at home. And I mean, just backing up a bit here as well. Like when it comes to traveling, my personal opinion is to travel in a small group as as possible. Uh, I know you've traveled by yourself. I've never traveled by myself, but I've always found that when I'm traveling in a smaller group. Um, it's always been, I wouldn't say more productive, but more insightful. That's not to say a large group hasn't been insightful. Um, but I've just found that a smaller group is, especially when you're going away, um, it's easier to handle. More pre- more people that are involved, the more challenges you're going to face in terms of like friction between other people. Um, because sometimes when you travel with a person, no matter how well you know somebody, or you think that you know somebody, when you travel with them, you truly find out about them because you're spending... 24 hours with that person and that can cause friction it can cause issues um so my my advice is always to travel in a in a smaller group or if you if you've got the guts to do so then uh travel by yourself um i've not done that and i think now that i'm a married man i don't think i'd, I'd be i don't think it's not just i won't be able to but i don't think i'd feel comfortable doing that either i don't know if anybody's actually done that where you know married and and then they decided See you later. <laughs> I'm like reason. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't think I can do that. Um, that's not just me saying it, uh, just to make my life happy or anything. But I don't think I could do that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What's your experience in terms of like traveling with without people, traveling by yourself or in a group? I don't know. I think traveling alone. I think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. 
like Hamdela, like traveling alone. The thing is, you uh, when a person knows his own limits, he, he knows what he can do and what he can't do. Mm-hmm. Like you said, when you start, sometimes when you're with people, that one thing I don't like is when people complain that way puts me off. Mm-hmm. Because one problem is that when people do travel, they go to different places, they expect everything to be like home. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, it's never going to be like, don't expect to find Britain mm-hmm. in other places because it's just, it's not going to be there. And you don't want that. And you, yeah, you don't want that. You came for a different experience. Mm-hmm. So I I just tra- like traveling alone because if you face difficulty, you face difficulty. If you face ease, it's ease. I don't like people around who whine and who complain. I just want to get on and want to enjoy the experience. Mm-hmm. And so most of the times when you go through something really difficult, those are often the times you remember. Mm-hmm. And you become grateful for, that you went through that experience. Why? Because usually those are the times or the moments where you, you actually grow yourself. Mm-hmm. So for me, I get traveling alone. I get traveling with people, but like-minded people. People who have some sort of discipline or some sort of tolerance, mm-hmm. just so your, your traveling is made as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely need to travel with people who are tolerant. Um, intolerance is just going to lead to lead to friction between the group. Um, and like you mentioned, like-minded people as well. Um, I mean, let's let's not kid ourselves. We know that people go on holidays now, um, and unfortunately, are going on holiday to let's say the least the shackles um, and. If you're going with, on holiday with somebody who who wants to release the shackles that they have um, and enjoy quote unquote freedom, um, and you you aren't entirely happy with that, then that's just going to cause so much problems between the group because um, you're going to have one group of people that are doing something over here and and the other group are not participating, and it's just going to lead to more 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 harms than it is good. Um, so definitely traveling with like like-minded people. The other thing is also traveling to a place in which um, you're all going to enjoy that as well. I'll give, let me give an example, right? And I know that um, some people may not agree, and that's perfectly fine. At the end of the day, this is opinions. Um, personally, I the idea of traveling to Dubai doesn't entice me. Okay, um, it doesn't it doesn't make me think to myself, I want to go there, right? Um, and I understand that there's going to be people that, aren't, that are going to turn around and say, no, there's X, Y, and Z to do in Dubai, and I want to go there. That's perfectly fine. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But that's not for me. Um, so if somebody said to me, that's in, uh, we, want to come on, we want to go on holiday, the place to, we want to go to is Dubai, I'd be like, no, thank you, I'm okay. Um, I'm because, on that one. I'm yeah, that, that's, not, that's not for me. Um, so travel to a place that, you know, you want to go to. At the end of the day, you're, you're spending money, um, and how much you're going to spend is obviously going to depend on where you're going to go and uh, what, kind of, what kind of luxuries that you want. Um, but t- travel to a place that you want to go to. Um, we, later on, after we've got through like all the benefits and, and maybe some of the negatives, um, we'll talk about where we've been to. Um, and hopefully that'll provide maybe somebody who wants to go traveling some ideas of where they want to go to. Um, but definitely between, between who, who you're with, you know, decide on the location that you're all happy with Decide on the place that you're all happy with. I know what I do is if you go on like my phone and you get Google Maps out, you'll find loads of stars of places that I want to go to. Um, inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa give me the, the the ability, not just the ability, but the finances as well, I to mean, go to all these places as well. Um, but yeah, man, um, we have a long list, long list of the places that we want to go to, inshallah. Um, I don't know, what do you want to say about like places to travel to? Uh, like you said, I just wanted to mention something that I remember asking a group of maybe youngsters uh, where they wanted to travel to. 
and the majority of them either said Dubai or Ibiza. And I said, <laughs> uh, I'm very sorry, but that gives me a very good indication of what you, what your concept of fun is mm-hmm. and what you have going on in your life. I said, if somebody said to me, like a different place, just say somebody said to me, I want to go to Uzbekistan. I'd be really intrigued intrigued about that person at once. There's something different about this person. Because everybody else, all you see on TV, you see people going to Dubai, you go to IB, all these places, because there's only certain things in each other. And I'm very sorry for this, I don't care what people say, but like, people who usually go to Dubai are quite shallow people. It is what it is. There's no companion place, like a cold building, some lights, uh, a place where you can take nice photos from your Instagram, that's about it. You're not going to find anything good there. For, for, more, for, more, for most of the things, there are some good places in the UAE, but only I and Ras Khaimah, not even one places, okay? But yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, well, one dream that I have that you mentioned earlier that I want to visit every single Muslim country in the world. That's like one goal I have in my life, mm-hmm. which I want to kick off. So if I can go and visit that place, I'll, I will go to visit inshallah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other benefits that we want to talk about is like meeting new people, Kasim. Um, and having like these international friendships that you develop. Now, we have, alhamdulillah, because of, because of the travels that we, we've done, we now have friends that are in different countries in the world. And these people have visited, like I've had these people visit the UK and we meet up and, you know, it, it's such a buzz fun. Me seeing somebody that you met in a different country come to the UK. Or you know that if you were to visit their country and you were to ring them up and say, listen, I'm coming. And they'd be, they'd be more than happy to host you at their house or you know take you out for a meal or or show you around that that particular place and that's just that's amazing man um and then you can bounce off these different people that are around the world um talk to me about that Kasim. like when you were in Kasim, uh when you were in Kasim, <laughs> <laughs> when you were in egypt um you met like people from different countries in the world because egypt is normally quite a hub for learning as well isn't it um so you met people from around the world you know well, give us a list of some of the countries of people that people are from. Right. My phone's here, but I don't go on it. Okay. But friends, uh, let me start off easy. Okay, friends from Egypt, mm-hmm. Tunisia, mm-hmm. Syria, Algeria, uh, Morocco. Mm-hmm. Uh, met guys from Uzbekistan, mm-hmm. Tajikistan, Kyrgyzstan. Met guys from Dagestan. Met guys from Chechnya. Uh, met guys from India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, uh, met guys from Yemen, mm-hmm. met guys from some parts in Africa, Sierra, Sierra, Sierra Leone, uh, Nigeria, uh, Nigerian brothers are amazing, mm-hmm. uh, met guys from South Africa, guys from America, guys from Canada, and probably a few more countries. I think in Egypt is known as Umar Dunya, like the mother mm-hmm. of the world. Mm-hmm. And in, when you go to Egypt, especially Cairo, you will find just, uh, like just groups of people from every single part of the world. Mm-hmm. One of the beautiful things about Cairo is that when most will go there, like I don't know, somehow about the Egyptians is that they they just accept into the society. You can open your, your businesses, your shops, you can live there, and you don't feel outcast. Mm-hmm. You know that's one reason why people love Egypt. It's just so accommodating. You find different society. I find from Malaysia, Indonesia, Thailand, yeah, sorry, these places as well. It's just, yeah, man, all over the world. Is... You got one continent left. Did you meet anybody from South America? Apart from Antarctica, obviously, but did you meet South anybody America. from South America? Chile, Paraguay, uh, Brazil. Brazil. No. Yeah. I didn't meet with anybody from there. You can't take that one off the list, unfortunately. But, yeah, I mean, like, there, you've mentioned so many countries. Um, if anybody, <laughs> mine was just a joke. Right, there was there was a whole list of countries there. Um, you would struggle 
to get people all in one room from all, from all them different countries. But alhamdulillah, your traveling provided you the benefit of meeting people from so many different countries. Afghanistan and as well. That makes like yeah, yeah. that makes your life like so interesting. Yeah. You know, it makes it makes it a conversation piece where you know you can start talking with somebody and you know pe- you have something interesting to talk about. It also makes you like tolerant of other cultures, other other societies, ways that people from diff- different countries do do things. Like I'm fairly sure those brothers who are from Transakhiana, like the Uzbekistan, Tajikistan region, they have certain things that they do or they have certain ways in which they do things. Or they have certain types of food that they eat, which is completely different to how maybe we eat, to completely different to the way that our African brothers and sisters uh, live their lives. And that's interesting. Like, I hate this idea of people saying unity is um, doing the same thing yeah. or having the same understanding or doing things in, a, in, in, a, in a, exactly the same way. I find people who have this mentality of this is unity just... I don't know, like to be warped in terms of their their understanding. No, you you want to see people doing things differently. Otherwise, it's just a robot at the end of the day. We don't want to create a robot society. We don't want to create a robot world. We want all of this diversity. We want all of these differences to flourish, you know. Um, and when you see it, that's when you become tolerant of it. If you've never seen it, if you've never experienced it, you've never seen somebody um, live their life in a different way. I'll give it a classic example, right? Um, the use of toilets um, in the West over here, we're used to using a toilet in a particular manner where you know we sit like it's a chair. But that's not the norm across the world. Um, I, I can use the other type of toilet. I don't want to call it an Indian toilet because that's what we call it, right? Um, squat toilet. Yeah, a squat. Yeah, a squat toilet is a good way to call it because the thing is, like, yeah, let's not go into it. But alhamdulillah, I can use a squat. I enjoy using the squat toilet as well. In a proper weird <laughs> twist to the conversation. But the whole point I'm trying to say here is, is that people do things differently. Get over it, you know. Um, learn to learn to live in a different manner. Learn to adapt. Learn to change the way that you live. Because if you live only in a particular way and you only choose to be narrow-minded in, no, I can only do this way. I can't do any other way. Um, then essentially, you're not making yourself adaptable. You're not making yourself moldable. You're not going to be able to experience new things, different things. Um, you're limiting yourself to what you can do. Um, we're not just talking about how to use the toilet. We're talking about everything in in general. Um, I think the other thing is like improving the health as well. We live in a country where it, like rains. So the, after the 365 days in a year, it rains in the UK probably about 355. <laughs> I probably get like 10 days of sunshine a year. Like um, even then, in that day, we get away. So yeah, so. Traveling, especially when you go into a warmer climate, um, all that sun, the vitamin D, is going to do you some good. Um, well, I know somebody, I know an army who used to tell me, you know, just take a deck chair out and uh, then 10 days of sunshine that you have, put it outside and, and sit outside on the deck chair. But yeah, that's a different story. Um, this one thing about the weather is that you don't realize, but when you live in a country where the sun rises every single day and it's nice weather, you are automatically in a good mood. Mm. The reason why a lot of people in the UK are depressed, or even the West, where it's not good, uh, it's not, there's not good weather. A lot of people are depressed and down. Like in the winter in England, it's it's terrible. You wake up and it's dark, and you come home and it's dark, and it's just raining, wet, windy. When you live when you live in a country, and even in the winter time, there's sun there every day. It might be cold. You just wake up happy. You wake up productive. You yeah. wake up like you want to do. You want to actually get out of bed. 
in the UK, you don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to do stuff. You know that even this thing of weather has a huge impact. You know, I know people who move countries and that uh, found jobs elsewhere just because of the weather. Just, they just couldn't stand the British weather anymore. And I completely mm. understand now. After traveling and seeing different, I completely just for that lifestyle, I completely understand. Mm. I remember I met a couple of people when I was traveling in um, in Bosnia, and uh, they were working for like Cancer Research UK, if I remember correctly. And they had like a working arrangement. This was like well before COVID, right? So we're not we're not even talking about during COVID era. We're talking like years before, um, where they already had a work arrangement in place, where um, it didn't they didn't need to be in the office to work. So what they were doing is they were traveling, and they were working three days a week only. So two days a week they were taking annual leave, but then three days a week they were working basically what they would do is they'd work their nine to five, but they're just in a different country. Um, and their managers or whoever their bosses were didn't mind that they were working in a different country as long as the work was being done. So this is also something that you might be able to explore with your company um, as long as you don't need to actually be in an office or um, on hand where you basically, you you only work a certain number of days in a week. You do your hours as well. I'm not saying to you that, you know, you're, you're flaunting around a different country and, you know, you're not working. No, you do your hours. You fulfill your trust that you have. Um, but... After, after you've done that, you're in a different country. You, you can go explore. After you've finished your 8 till 4, you go outside, you step outside, and you know, you're know you in a city somewhere or um, not in a village because you probably need Wi-Fi, right? Yeah. Um, in villages, you can find Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something that you could also try as well. Um, but trying different cultures, so trying different foods, yeah. um, tasting different, different types of food and stuff. Um, I, I'm not... I think we've mentioned it in previous episodes. You can tell we enjoy our sorry. Um, you can tell that we enjoy our food. Right? So when we try something new, alhamdulillah man, bring it on. Yeah. Um well, is halal, I'm happy to try it. <laughs> um so yeah, uh the other thing is like creating memories, Tassin. Oh yeah. Some of the, the trips that I've been on, you have like standout moments where you, you remember um things that you've done on holiday. Unless you travel, you're not going to have these moments to remember. Um, I don't want to talk about like taking photos and things like that. Um, I know some people are not advocates for it, but okay, I'll touch on it slightly. But so when you're taking photos and stuff, you can go back to them, um, photos of yourself or whichever area that you've been in, and you go back and you just remember them happy memories or that place you were, and it puts a smile back on your face. Um, you remember certain memories about a particular incident about something that might have happened. Um, their memories, you know, you, you live with forever, inshallah. And not just that, they become the stories that you tell your grandkids about, <laughs> inshallah, if, if Allah gives you grandkids. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Kassim, anything else to mention about like memories and stuff? Yeah, I mean, I'm, when you travel as well and you go to different places, I don't know what it is, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he puts people in your path that you are meant to meet. Like, yeah, like so, my like, like similar-minded people, people have the same goals and aspirations, and it's just amazing who you meet in your journey, where you meet them from, where they, what, what's their direction of life, what's your direction of life, your goals, your aspirations, and you become grateful that you met these people, and these people honestly they will stay with you forever. Well, you have uh, contact numbers, but just the memory that you said, like I remember I I used to live with some uh, brothers from uh, Kyrgyzstan. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget the moments. I remember the first day we have like this sort of custom in our flat is that every single person would cook one day 
So the first day, one of the brothers name is uh, Muhammad Ali. Very big guy, he was a chef. And he made the roast Bukhari. Okay. Oh my God, I've never tasted like rice like that. Okay. Just amazing. But that, that will stay with you forever. And not only that, my friendship with them, uh, the things we used to do when we used to go out, just going shopping, you know these simple things, just going shopping together. Mm-hmm. Uh, just going to the, maybe the pharmacy together, going to the hospital together. And these, they might be like mundane things, but these are memories that you'll have for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And once you go back into the memories, certain feelings come, you know, it's like sometimes they are like, look back and I miss a certain place just because of people and the feelings that you got from that place. Mm-hmm. And that kind of experience without, without traveling, without getting out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that we've talked about like benefits and stuff. Uh, we mentioned like quite a lot of benefits and I think we talked about that quite extensively. Basically book your flights now, right? Whenever you want to go, start booking your flights. Um, but yeah, I think some of the things is you obviously you've got to learn to deal with like bugs in other countries. Um, we're quite lucky here in Britain where we don't really have like many insects and flies and mosquitoes, or spiders, things like that. We don't really need to deal with them too much. Um, but you're going to have to learn to live with it. You're going to travel. Um, it's part and parcel. Food is not always going to be to your liking. Whilst we mentioned like the good side of trying different foods, um, unfortunately, there is going to be some things that you're not going to like. Just get on with it. I think we've talked about it in the food episode that we previously discussed. I think it was episode three, um, where we mentioned about, you know, there are some people who choose to live their life in a way where they, they're living to eat, whereas our understanding is you eat to live. Um, so, you know, whatever, whatever food comes your way, inshallah, just deal with it. I remember like a couple of holidays we've been to, um, we've just, for breakfast, we just had to go out, go to the corner shop get like a loaf of bread, um, get a jar of Nutella, get one of them plastic pads and we had to just sat on the side just like putting Nutella on, on the bread and that was our breakfast. You deal with it. Um, that's, that's one thing, when you go to a different place, you go to a different culture, eat what the locals are eating so you understand like how their life goes. Mm. Uh, don't expect that wherever you go, you're going to get the food that you get in Britain, like we said. Yeah, yeah. And don't go everywhere and just like eat from fast food chain like McDonald's or KFC. Even if it's in a Muslim country, yeah, you can try it. Mm-hmm. But don't live with the understand what the local people are eating. You know, and you become appreciative sometimes, you know, that wow, look, these people eat such some good food, well, their delicacies just vegetables, and they can deal with that, and they're happy with that, mm-hmm. you know, and just understand different cultures, you know, don't, don't be like, don't be excluded from that. Yeah, um, I think the other thing is like keeping an event, mm-hmm. um, if you can live in a way where you're not too picky in terms of your, your sleeping arrangements, uh, alhamdulillah, you'll be able to travel far and wide, because uh, if you can deal with like sleeping in in places that aren't uh, luxury, essentially, you're paying for a cheaper hotel. <laughs> you're paying for a cheap bed. Um, I spent a few nights in places for less than a tenner. Um, it's not going to be the luxury necessarily that you want. You learn to live with it. Uh, it costs less than a tenner. Um, book up and <laughs> deliver it. Um, but it just means that you're not spending as much money and you're, you're able to travel. Um, if you're looking for a four-star, five-star hotel everywhere you go, go look. Um, you're renting your bank account, you're not going to be able to go to uh, many places at all. So become less dependent upon like your luxuries. Um, learn to get by, learn to live, learn to deal with challenges. Um, learn to learn to know what, what's the essentials of life. Yeah, the purpose of uh, sorry, the essential for sleeping is not to have a king-size bed. Mm-hmm. It's just to have some space and something you can lie in bed. That's a mattress on a mat. For the purpose of you to sleep, mm. you know, learn the essentials of life, not the luxuries of life. If once you start to learn the essentials, 
you, your life becomes very simple and you can do a lot of things. Mm. You know, then you become like a sort of, I do say, this person who can just adapt to different environments. Mm-hmm. And whether he's, he can live with you, like we said, keep going back to the thing, or if you expect your luxuries, and you're, sorry, you're very limited what you can do. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I think we've discussed like the benefits, uh, the sort of things that you need to keep an eye out for. Um, I think now we'll just finish up with some like personal experiences. So Kasim, just give us like a... Um, Give me a breakdown of which countries you've been to um, and maybe like just a, a short story, not too long or anything, um, about about that particular travel or just something to mention. I'm sure there'll be people that basically, they've heard this episode now and they're riding to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> COVID is, inshallah, coming to an end. The world's starting to open up slowly, slowly. People are getting ready to book their flights and, and fly away. Mm-hmm. They now need to find out where can we go. So take it away. I just want to see some places. Been to America. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't recommend it. <laughs> I honestly, don't. Uh, honestly, America is not what you see on the TV. Been to Turkey. Uh, been to Egypt. Been to Japan. Been to Saudi. Been to France. Been to Netherlands. Been to different places. Uh, for me, I'd say one thing. Every single country, every single city has its own vibe. Mm-hmm. There's not one place where it has the same vibe. Every single place is special. Uh, for me, uh, just a, just a, one of my things that because we all Muslims, and I said before, aspiration is to go to the Muslim lands. Mm. And the Muslim lands are beautiful. Like, you've been to Morocco, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And like you you can tell as well, like it's just beautiful. Egypt, like you go to parts of Egypt, for example, you go to like Azhar and you go to like it's called the Hay of Azhar, the neighborhood of Azhar. When you go in, like I'm not lying, you go back a thousand years, you can just feel how ancient and how like magnificent it is and the walls are different, the architecture's different, uh, the life's different, you know. Again, Turkey, you've been to, I think you were in Fatih, I've been in Fatih. It's like you're back in the uh, period of the Osmani. It's just amazing, it's beautiful. It just, mm. you see different things. And I can't advocate enough of going to different places. And, and we've got, like, we want to go to Uzbekistan, we want to go uh, to Tajik, we want to go to all these different places. And these are like golden aspirations that we should have. Mm-hmm. Um, Makkah is different to Medina. You know, every place is different, you know, that's mm-hmm. the only thing I can say. And you'll meet, meet amazing people, you'll see amazing people. And you'll make memories for a lifetime. And like you said, you want to tell your grandchildren or something. You don't want to say, yeah, just uh, I worked my entire life and I earned this amount of money. <laughs> and you're like, okay, granddad, I'm not going to come and talk to you again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's really important that. Um, so I'll give a quick breakdown of like some of the countries I've been to and then we can we can end on there, inshallah. So um, obviously, I'll start with uh, India because my heritage is in India. Alhamdulillah, I've had multiple opportunities to visit family and I'd really do recommend it that you know you go to whatever your heritage is you see what life is like there um, especially if your parents are from there as well go back and see um, where your parents grew up um, what kind of life that they lived and I'm very lucky in that sense that my mom and dad gave me the opportunity to go back um, multiple times to go see and my dad does tell, tell us a lot about you know the kind of lives that they live and you become more appreciative and you, you have more of an understanding um, so I'm very grateful for that. Um, I really enjoyed it when my dad sort of like talks about where he's been to as well, um, and how he sort of got around because they're traveling very different to, to the way that we travel. And he's got he's got some stories. Um, so especially if your parents have you know even just like if they've come from abroad, find out about how how they came. Sorry, a bit of a tangent, no, but yeah. Um, alhamdulillah, I had the opportunity to go to Makkah and Medina as well. Although I was very very young and I don't remember. Uh, much so inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give me the ability uh, to come back soon that he calls he calls us all soon back there inshallah mm-hmm. um, 
that's definitely like priority on the list. Um, the Alhamdulillah, had the, I've been to France. Um, won't say too much about that, but yeah, anyway. Um, like you mentioned, we went to Morocco with a group of lads and we had the, we had the opportunity to do some work in terms of some charity work, anything, but we gave some food um, at an orphanage. Um, we went to a village, which was quite poor and distributed some food and stuff. And that was like an amazing experience. That's in, like, if ever you get the opportunity to do some charity work in, in uh, different countries, I know that there are some charities that are UK-based that provide that. Um, I'm not 100% sure, but some of them charity might be a bit sketchy or something i don't know like even if it's like that i don't know maybe just look past it and that experience in itself of um going out and involving yourself and pulling pulling your sleeves up and, and helping people around the world um is something else man um it brings a tear to your eye when you go to like these orphanages and you see the reality of people like not having parents and, and growing up in orphanages um and growing up in poverty and even then, like even though they're in stark poverty, like you can you can see it, you can see like how they are, but how open they are in terms of like providing you with food and the best of food. Um, alhamdulillah. Also, we went to um, I've been to Indonesia, I've been to Malaysia. Um, I said Morocco already. One of like the standout places that I've been to is Croatia and Bosnia. Um, Bosnia, Mustafa uh, Osmani, he mentions it as to be the gender on this earth absolutely beautiful country passing um ever if you ever get a chance go man um then so many muslims that are there as well croatia as well is a fascinating country um we did like eight cities in seven days me, me and just one of my friends and it was an absolute madness <laughs> it was just crazy um i've also been to malta as well um which is basically between europe and, and africa little tiny island um there's not much to do there but it can be a cheap holiday to go uh, definitely experience in itself as well. Um, so definitely another place to go as well. Actually, a city in, in Malta called Medina. <laughs> this is like this old vibe city as well, like with big walls and stuff like that. Um, amazing architecture there as well. So definitely another country um, for for people to visit. But I always advocate people to go towards like, after they've got some experience traveling, to go towards like Western Europe area, like Macedonia, Albania, Kosovo, um, Croatia, obviously, Bosnia. Um, these countries are really good to go to. Um, sorry, I forgot to mention Turkey as well. Istanbul is amazing, but there's so many other places in Turkey, which is um, which is definitely a place that you should put on your to-do list to visit. Um, probably missed a few. I've heard really good things about Iceland. Um, wrap up warm if you're planning on going to Iceland, obviously. I've been there for seven hours. Okay. Second day, I thought. <laughs> Better than America? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, Otherwise, is there anything else that you want to mention, Kasim, on traveling? Just want to mention one thing which will link to our next episode. If there's any countries that you can't visit, read about them. For example, mm-hmm. today uh, we can't visit Syria, uh, we can't visit Yemen, we can't visit Iraq. But you meet people from there and they will tell you that our countries were like one of some of the most beautiful countries. Now, you see the pictures of Yemen. Mm-hmm. Before the war and all this, these sort of problems, you see how beautiful it was. Mm-hmm. Same with Syria, people describe it like Jannah on Earth. Mm-hmm. Like similar Iraq, Iraq, you know, and Baghdad, you know, the civilization which was there. Unfortunately, it got destroyed by imperialism, by colonialism. Uh, same with all the countries you mentioned, Western Europe, by mm-hmm. communism, they were destroyed. So, if even if you can't visit a place, read about it, mm-hmm. get some sense of what was there, and if the doors do open to go visit a place like Palestine, mm-hmm. like it's not 
easy for Muslims to visit, even at the moment, and we don't know what state's going to be in the future. We should come visit a place, read about it, uh, see videos about it, just understand what these places are, and you know, inshallah, Allah take us there one day. Okay, I think that concludes today's episode, Kasim. Um, like I mentioned, as normal, hit the like button, subscribe to our YouTube channel to follow our journey. Um, inshallah, the next episode we're going to be discussing about the importance of reading. Uh, so we'll talk about like how reading is maybe dwindling within uh, within the youth. Um, provide maybe some statistics, links to uh, some organisations. Um, provide some benefits in uh, what what you can, how reading will benefit you as an individual, um, as well as maybe some book recommendations. Maybe um, let's see how it goes. Inshallah. Um, Jazakallah for listening as always and we'll see you in the next episode inshallah. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.